Welcome to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio, channel 141, HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. And as always, I'm so happy to be here and happy to have you listening. I want you to help me welcome our dynamic guest on the show today, Mr. Zach Tate. He's an author whose readers have named his style of writing gangster romance for the sexy and salacious way Zach intertwines his characters, conflicts and crime while their love interests take on an erotic ride through engaging plot twists. That sounds exciting, right, folks? Hailing from the mean streets of South Bronx, Zach demonstrates his creative versatility by producing more than 23 books over the past 20 years. That's a lot. He's also produced screenplays and teleplays with the intent of educating the world through entertainment. His nonfiction books, I'm sorry, nonfiction books and Life Survival Kit demonstrates that with all of Zach's writing, the reader walks away smarter and healed. You can't beat that. So stay tuned because as I always say, we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface here on Skin Deep. We're talking all about successful Black authors and the help and healing they provide to their readers. And by the way, if you want to reach out to me, you know, hit me up at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com. I almost forgot my um, email address, but I want you to stay tuned. We'll be right back with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. Looking for a down-home restaurant serving mouth-watering Southern-style food? Then the Carolina Kitchen is the place you need to be. Come and enjoy savory and soulful dishes like creamy shrimp and grits, delectable mac and cheese, crispy fried chicken, and seafood, collards, candied yams, and so much more. Don't forget the Carolina Kitchen's sweet and savory cakes and pies. And enjoy their happy hour spectacular with wings, wine, and beer. Bring your appetite and leave with a smile. The Carolina Kitchen it's comfort food for the soul. Visit any one of Carolina Kitchen's locations in Maryland and Washington, D.C. and go to thecarolinakitchen.com for a location near you. Are you looking to buy or sell your home? Maybe you're looking to buy your first income producing property. You need a realtor who knows the area and is a homeowner as well as an investor. Well, look no further. You need Imari Miller. Imari will be your cheerleader and your advocate in the sometimes daunting real estate process. You can depend on Imari to get you the deal you deserve. If you want a realtor who is passionate about making your dreams come true, give Imari a call at 443-208-9919. That's 443-208-9919. Or email her at imari.realtor at gmail.com. That's imari.realtor at gmail.com. You'll be glad you did. 
Welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio. As I mentioned before the break, I have with me Zach Tate, author of books like Gangster Romance, Gambling Hearts, and Lost and Turned Out. You all remember that song from way back in the day. He's also a speaker, and he is here with me on Sirius XM. Welcome to Skin Deep, Zach. Good to see you again. It is a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So it was really good. Zach and I met a few months ago at the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce event that was held in the D.C. metropolitan area. And um, he's had an interesting life. I mean, he only gave me, you only gave me, Zach, just a snippet of what you've done, what you've gone through, where you are now. And um, I just thought it would be a good idea for you to share that with my uh listeners nationwide, I want you to tell them some of your background and how you ended up being an author. (laughs) Well, the uh, true story of the matter is that I grew up in the South Bronx, uh, 170th from College Avenue, and grew up in a very productive Jamaican family, hardworking at the age of around 16 years old. I entered the narcotics game of selling drugs. It's not because I didn't have all the choices. It was just that my morals at the time uh, was that it made more sense to make 100000 a week than it did in years. So in becoming a so-called successful um, dealer, I was exposed to different lifestyles and ran into different type of um, women, men, celebrities of all sorts, and things of that nature. One thing led to another. I ended up being incarcerated and serving 20 years. Wow. Uh, you know what? You, you told me that you were incarcerated, but I didn't know it was for that long. Yeah, it was 20 years straight. And you so, were how old? How old were you? I was 21. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. So... At the time of my incarceration, I, um, my first wife, who is one of the most famous uh, female rappers in America, uh, my second wife, in, in New York State, let me go back a little. In New York State, you have the ability to have conjugal visits. Mm-hmm. So if you're married, you're allowed uh, close to 72 hours with your family and loved ones. So... First wife, famous rapper. Second wife, famous video vixen and uh, choreographer for the industry. Third wife, major educator. And fourth wife, entrepreneur. She was pregnant at the time. This was with my first first biological child. And uh, I needed to make some money. Wait a minute. You saying that you got into the game when she was pregnant, or you had already been no, in? No, 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 no. I was already. It's ten years in my in my prison sentence. Oh my goodness! And you so, wait a minute while you were while you were in prison, you were married four times. Yeah. Oh my. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, but your first wife, you married, you weren't in prison. Yes, I was. 
wait a minute, the, the famous rapper who you and I talked about, you were in prison yes. when you were married? Yes, she wasn't having any other, having it any other way. I had no choice in that matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, so you had to make some money. How were you gonna make money if you were in prison? So by the, by the um, around my 10th year of incarceration, uh, they had, I was on my fourth wife, she became pregnant with my first child. And I'm not the type that's not going to be able to provide. I have a child coming on the way. So everybody was raving about this book called Be More Careful by Shannon Holmes. Okay. So, so I demanded to get the book. The book got to my, my cell within 24 hours. I read it within 24 hours. And I said to myself, if this book could be a bestseller, I can do this with my eyes closed because they're writing about my life. The only difference is what is missing from these books is that many of us who were in the game were very sophisticated. Many of us were educated. Many of us were dealing business with politicians, with business owners, with the so-called legitimate lifestyle, many of us had that. Many of us did not live and were stuck in the ghettos that we slung our trade in. Many of us had elevated. Some of us, even me, went to college before I was incarcerated. So I went to college actually for civil engineering. What? Yeah. So, um, oh, wow. what a story. So in the writings, it was always this base level what I call hood stuff, but it didn't show the other side of those of us who had obtained some level of wealth and mm -hmm. so some level of so-called street success. So in the process of that, I said, I got to write something. So I wrote something and the name, the original name of the book is No Way Out. It is now called um, Street Obsession after the rewrite. Okay. So No Way Out is a, uh, all my stories are true stories that are fictionalized and adding other characters. Yeah. So No Way Out is about a mulatto woman who was raised as a white person to the dad of a billionaire. And she gets hooked on heroin and runs into a young hustler who made it to Harvard, but has no way of paying for it. So he started hustling. So, Zach, this book, you said all of your books are based on true stories, your life. So this book with the mulatto and the billionaire father and, you know, the, the guy trying to get through Harvard, this is this is you or someone you know? It's loosely based off an experience that I had personally. Oh, okay. So you decided to write these books because you had a hell of a life. <laughs> it's very exciting and um sounds like a lot was going on and you decided to write the this book or these books because you'd read that book that what was the name of the book by shannon what did you say the name was be more careful and be i had careful. my first my first child on the way and i um needed yeah, to generate to some money, money. So yes. you decided to write books to generate money? Is that what you decided to do while you were right. in prison? Right, because at the time, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I know I was gonna do something that wasn't gonna be illegal. And um, when uh, I read Shannon Holmes, 
I said to myself, if this is the bar that was set, then I'm sure I can do even better. Okay. So how did you start writing while in prison? Well, after uh, liberating a computer from a part of the prison and and stashing it in, in the area that I worked, I used to get locked in a storage closet. So in prison, there's counts. Every few hours, they have to do a count. So in between those counts, you have some place where you're supposed to be, whether in the yard, your cell, or at work. And at work, in between those counts, they would lock me in a storage closet with the computer, and I would just go. And And then how did you get published? So I started sending out query letters to different publishers. And one of my brothers said to me, contact Darren Coleman. Darren Coleman is at the time was a best-selling New York Times best-selling author in the DMV area. So I sent him a copy of the story, came to visit me a week later, offered me a contract on the visit, signed the contract. We published the rough draft of the book, which means it was unedited. It wasn't typesetted correctly. It wasn't formatted correctly, nothing. Published it. We sold about thirty thousand copies in ninety days. Wow! So you were so you knew you could be successful at this. Well, that that inspired me to start learning how to write. At that point, I did not know how to write. I just okay. knew how to tell a story. Right. And then from there, I delved into teaching myself the craft of fiction writing. So. Tell me, I have a whole bunch of questions, but what has been your most popular book and why do you think it's been so popular? Because, I mean, your books are, you know, there's lots of sex and salaciousness and all of that stuff. And I can see why people read them. I'm thinking mostly women. Is most women that your audience? Well, no, it's kind of even. It's kind of like the men who are incarcerated. And for the most part, we have like, at one time, we had more than a million black men incarcerated. So uh, men are incarcerated, a lot of women that were reading. And my most popular book, uh, everyone says the whole entire Power series was inspired by that one book. Feel free to read it so you can see for yourself. But Which book? Which book? It's called Lost and Turned Out. Oh, Lost and Turned Out. Yeah. Did you get that title from the song? That Absolutely. song when I was young. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and so Absolutely. people are saying, so your book came out be- well before the yeah. show Power. Yeah. More than more than 12 years before the show Power. Wow. I've got to read it. Did you send that to me already? Uh, you sent me. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you sent me another, two other books. So that um, book. That book is about a young man who lives in Queens, who is with a woman named Tasha, and he wants to get out of the life of crime. Tasha does not want him to get out of the life of crime. Oh yeah, that's power. (laughs) He has a psychopathic crime partner, (laughs) doesn't want him to get out of the drug game, always want to kill things and Shootouts with the police. And right. it starts off back in the days, i.e. raised in Canaan. It starts off back in the days and all the things that was going on back in the days. And then he's arrested. 
And when he's arrested, he serves 15 years in prison. And he okay. comes out and he refuses to engage in a life of crime, but he runs into his old crime partners, uh, division of parole. He gets all these different um, obstacles until he's homeless and on the streets. And then he bumps into one woman. But let me go back. Well, before you go back, Zach, because we yes. have to go to break. And sure. uh, I have some other questions I want to ask of you and also want to let our listeners know where they can go to buy these books. But folks, we'll be right back after these message messages right here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141. When was the last time you wore your joy or your style made you feel free? We believe that everyone can find joy and freedom in their style. Zoe and Lowe is an online fashion marketplace and incubator for It Factor brands. Our style check boxes. Whether trendy, classic, eco-friendly, black-owned or local, we have something for everyone's favorite shopping niche. For Sirius XM listeners, Zoe and Lowe is offering 20% off of all purchases using code SKINDEEP. Connect with a style coach at Zoe and Lowe to guide you through integrating pieces into this season's wardrobe, event styling, or gifting. Or shop with us at www.zoeandlow.com. Follow us on social media at Zoe and Low. 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 Get ready for skincare and makeup that will heal your mind, body, and soul. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is a totally organic and vegan skincare and makeup line that you'll love using because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Choose from our organic moisturizers, anti-aging serums, natural and fruit-based scrubs, masks, lipsticks, and glosses. No more worries about harsh chemicals being absorbed into your skin. It's time to commit to your health and wellness. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is your one-stop, cruelty-free skincare and makeup shop with safe and environmentally friendly ingredients for the love of you. Visit us at SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. That's SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. Hey, we're back here on Sirius XM Radio, Channel 141. I am here with the author, Zach Tate. He has been giving us um, an, uh, an exciting, um, crazy, up and down, kind of topsy-turvy, um, um, what do you call it, summary of your life's events, Zach, that you've written books about, very, very successful books about. Yeah, um, I mean, just snippets of... Snippets of incidents and occasions that's taken place in my life. And these are all true stories too, right? You can back it up, right? For the, yeah, for the most part. The only one that's a stretch is uh, uh, A Lovely Addiction. It's a very rom uh, romantic and erotic novel about right. one of my ex-lawyers. Okay, a relationship you have with your ex-lawyer. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, just, <laughs> okay. just the, up, the ups and downs that a very wealthy black woman has to deal with in trying to find love. Oh, wow. Okay. Listen, tell everybody where they can buy your books and how they can 
you know, reach out to you, um, let them know. Well, I'm on all f- platforms, social media platforms as Great Zach Tate, Z-A-C-H-T-A-T-E, Great Zach Tate. You can go to my website, greatzachtate.com, and you can find me through any of those vehicles. And that's where they can buy the books as well, right? Yeah, or Amazon as well. Oh, Amazon too. Okay. So I also wanted to talk to you about your life survival kit. I think that's yes. a book as well. What's that all about? And what made you decide to write it, write about it? Well, during my incarceration, I helped transform more than 1,400 men. I used to teach a class for more than 15 years. And then teaching that class, it's about um, changing your lifestyle. So, so many people come up to me, so many people who now have their doctorates, who, who, who now are running law firms, tell me, man, you saved my life in it. So I said to myself, what are the things that I want to teach? And uh, the first book was uh, Whipped Cream of Doodoo, um, How to Get Out of Depression. After the failure of my fourth marriage, I, I learned how to be happy for the first time in my life at 50 years old. And then Life Survival Kit is 20 tools that anyone needs to use to put themselves under construction to live a a greater, more fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. For so many years, there's so much that we don't know about life. And I wish somebody would have handed me something to say, hey, you have other choices, just change the way you think. And Life Survival Kit helps you do that. Now, you said you came from a good family though. And that you knew you had choices. But mm-hmm. you chose, you know, a riskier choice because you wanted to make more money. Um, yes. Looking back, um, do you think that's because you were just young and just naive and thought, you know, hey, this this was everybody was doing it. You could do it even better. Um, no, well, when when I was wounded, I was heartbroken. Poverty. I, I've been shot two different times. I had thirteen attempts on my life. I've been stabbed, I've been cut in my face, I've been brutalized by the police department, and none of that hurt as much as poverty. Wow. And 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 the violence of poverty had me wounded, had me frustrated, had me hurt, had me angry. So when you see these young men that you're committing these these crimes, it's oftentimes out of their emotional state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think poverty is, um, I think people suffer PTSD and, you know, trauma from being poverty stricken. I really do. Absolutely. Yeah. So my first homicide at 11 years old, that's what I witnessed. And it was just another thing. We We are traumatized and we deal with it differently. And to put yourself under construction, this is what I created this book for. Yeah. And you do a lot of public. You do a lot of public speaking too. Yeah, um, I'm single-handedly, single-handedly trying to put an end to gun violence in America. Yeah, that's a tough one right there, uh, especially you know since our last president. Uh, you know, but I won't get into politics. But what I will say is that it seems like now kids can even make guns on the internet. Um, what do you think is the reason for the rise in crime? I mean, black folks have always been poverty stricken, but yeah. I don't think we've seen this kind of crime and the you know that we've had in these last ten or fifteen years than ever before. Well, I, I beg to differ with that stat. I always tell people I think 
the eighties and the early seventies was worse. But the reason why I see it now is that um, we have social media that's creating an unrealistic comparison yeah. of what life is supposed to be. And it creates even more frustration to your hunger. When you look at your life and you through the lens of social media and you believe that my life really sucks, it's a level of hopelessness yeah. that you can <laughs> stop caring about your life. And when somebody stops caring about their life, they're definitely not going to care about anyone else's. Yeah, that whole comparing your life to other people's lives, that is, you know, the fastest way to a lot of things, depression, low self-esteem, all kinds of things. I heard that there was a school district, I forgot where, but they just filed a lawsuit against uh, Facebook and TikTok and all of these other social media platforms because they said that they are having um, to hire so many school psychologists um, and nurses be, to address the uh, low self-esteem and depressive state that the kids are in from social media. So yeah, mm -hmm. what you're saying is definitely true. Um, talk about your Musa Media Company. Did I pronounce that correctly? Is it Musa Yes, you media? did. <laughs> What's that all about? All of that. It's, it's named after Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa historically was the richest African in the world today, your equivalent of what is a trillionaire today is the amount of wealth that he had hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Mm -hmm. So based on um, his inspiration, I don't really chase um, dollars anymore. I chase wealth and new experiences, wealth and giving other people life. So I named my company after him, which is Moose Immediate. And we're doing screenplays, always pitching to Hollywood, always working on teleplays, screenplays, got a musical, got so much stuff in the works. So instead of seeing renditions of my books on TV, it's time for me to do it myself and put so, it here myself. Do you think you'll be on TV soon, um, bringing one or two of these books to life, to television? That is the hope. The scripts are already done, more than 10 of them are already done. It's a matter of making the right connections and having the right people to believe in me. But overall, my life is guided by God. I'm I trust in God in the name of Jesus. It'll unfold the way it's supposed to unfold. That's true. That's really true. I really like how you talk about your own personal transformation. And so, as I mentioned earlier, you go around and you talk to people about transforming their lives. Um, I think you you talk to at-risk youth as well, right? Do they, you know, what do you, what's been the response to you speaking to them? Because you are real live. I don't want to call you gangster. I hate I hate using that word when I'm talking about you know black men, but you've been out there. You know you know what's going on. You've been in prison, so you can. Uh, you're not just somebody that's just talking. You've you've walked the walk. What kind of impact do you think you've had on, you know, kids, young kids, young adults? So I had practice in changing gangsters from gangsters into scholars. Mm -hmm. So while I was incarcerated, now that I'm out here, it's so easy to get people to give you what you want when you know how to speak their language. Right. And I'm, right. And I'm an expert in speaking to the youth about their feelings of hopelessness, their feelings of being suicidal, their feelings of being homicidal, their feelings of poverty, and what it feels like to go to, to bed hungry and feel hopeless because I lived that life. So they see the authenticity in my words, they take my direction, 
And I get contacted all the time about how one sentence, one speech changed their lives completely. Man, that must be so fulfilling and rewarding to hear that from a young person. It definitely is. Or from anybody, but especially a young person. Yeah, working now to get into all, my dream is to to visit every HBCU. Yeah. to speak to them because everyone can make negative choices no matter where you are in life. You can make negative choices and these systems will lose you for the rest of your life based on one bad decision. So. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, targeting HBCUs is a really good idea, especially because you were about to go to college or you were in college. I can't remember for engineering. Yeah. So, yeah, I, to talk to students and let them know, hey, I was where you are and I made mm-hmm. a bad decision. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell us again, Zach, where people can find you, because we are almost out of time. We have less than two minutes where they can find you and your books and uh, if they want to hire you to speak. I'm on all social media platforms under Great Zach Tate, Z-A-C-H Tate. And you can go to my website, greatzachtate.com. I need to follow you. I don't think I'm following you. Please do. Yeah, I need that. I need need these celebrity follows. I know so many of y'all, but y'all don't give me love. Come on, give me some love. I'll give you some love. I'll give you some love. (laughs) That's it for now, folks. I am your host, Sharon Morton, here with the author, the great Zach Tate. Um, I hope that you take the information that we provided today and use it to grow your personal transformation. You can hear this show on SiriusXM Radio Channel 141, HUR Voices, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and all the streaming platforms. And hit me up at show at gmail.com or check me out at Sharon underscore Morton on IG and Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep.